So welcome to Entrepreneurs, uh, Dr. Hussain here. Um, this is a, a podcast where I want to talk about why is mindfulness um, being in the now, being in the present moment, meditation, spirituality, so popular? And is it really going to solve the deepest issue, the root issue? Um, of why most people do it or solve our issue of stress, anxiety, or etc. So yes, the world is a very complicated world now. It's very uh, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, a lot of uncertainty, especially in the last year, but not unique to the, the past year with COVID. And but you know the world is a very stressful place and we see relationships, struggles, to uh, people are surviving, not thriving, housing prices, rates to pay, mortgages to pay, job insecurity. We see a lot of social issues, um, global issues, international issues are compounding and compounding and compounding. So for me, I see this as the, the main reason or one of the biggest reasons people are taking to these kinds of spirituality that is now a billion dollar industry because I've been doing mindfulness sort of stuff and meditations for 20 years. Um, it's popular because the it's a natural reaction. This is explained in the prime um, higher consciousness yoga text that explains the whole levels of enlightenment or how to find satisfaction on different levels and how to find happiness and understand what people may even say spirituality. Um, it's natural that if you're, let's take the individual, if you're stressed with your life, you're suffering or you need some relief, you know, which we all have. If you look at our lives, when we're under stress and when, and if life's very difficult, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then we want to get some relief. And the way most people uh, get relief um, today, a lot of it is why intoxication is so prevalent. And the main route that people take to get relief to what you could say is to become mindful. <laughs> what does that mean? Take enough intoxication so you don't have to think anymore, that you can just be in the present moment and be happy. This is this is this is um, this this podcast is going to blow your mind. Um, see, mindfulness and oneness is the same strategy. In essence, results may be different long term, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but the main strategy is you want relief from suffering. You just want to be present. I just want to forget. Meaning, I want to forget all the worries of my day, what I'm connected to, all my attachments, everything that's kind of causing me duality, up and downs and stresses, relationships, work, health, political scene, conspiracy theories, whatever it is. Now, those who don't do mindfulness, or um, a lot of people do both, actually, there's usually a combination, healthy mindfulness at the beginning of the week, and then intoxication mindfulness at the end of the week, meaning, Take some sort of drugs, herbal supplements, even mind-numbing 
entertainment on TV where your brain waves go back into simple absorption mode so you can forget about the world around you. You can just be absorbed in another reality that takes you away from the suffering and pains of your world. That's a kind of mindfulness. You just want to be in the present moment, what's happening on the screen. So instead of watching the screen of the mind, you're watching the screen of your consciousness or your mind. You know, you look at your consciousness and you look at the movies playing out. Is there a real difference? In essence, no, in one sense. Because you're really just trying to be an observer. You just want to get back to being the observer. So you can do that intoxication. You're taking up drink or whatever. You can just be in that moment where you hope to be. <laughs> so see how mindfulness, oneness is a more, I agree, a much healthier, more productive, less damaging way um, of becoming and more it is progressive it is a step in on in, in on a med, on a meditation path on a higher consciousness path it's a much better route to do highly recommend that route rather than the intoxication and the mind and the the screen entertainment but in essence they're the same you're trying to get into the moment and just exist and be and forget about your worries and try to be think you're the universe um so yeah, so the, the, can, can you, I hope you can make that connection. Now, will that satisfy you, even doing it the healthy way? Well, it will satisfy you to some degree. You will feel better if you can calm your mind and senses and be skillful at that, not depending on intoxicants. You actually create a good mental uh, control. Mental control means controlling your feelings and thoughts. Mind is thinking and feeling. So if you can actually harness those in a better way, yes, that is superior. Because you can't do that under intoxication. And certainly from watching those on TV, it's very difficult. And it definitely numbs the brain. But it's more about, yeah, so get, getting, getting in controlling the mind and thoughts is much better. But is at the end just trying to be in the present moment? There's so many, um, so many, um, uh, being in the present moment, so many animals are already in the present moment. You know, being in the moment, and it means just surviving. I'm just, I'm just here surviving in the moment. And I talked about the Iceman, that um, gentleman who goes in the ice and he can go up Mount Everest in his shorts. Um, but if you hear his story, it's, just, it's what I'm trying to explain, that when you're in pain, and he was, he's unfortunately, he has a tragic story of had four kids, kids with a wonderful wife, the love of his life, and she took her life through gradually, I think what I appeared from what I saw in the short, doc, short little clip was that she had depression or something and she jumped off a building, and that is extremely tragic. Um, and he had so much grief, he didn't, he had to deal with it. So cut long story short, ended up him actually, he decided to sit under ice, this lake under the ice and the intensity and the whole situation um, just totally got rid of his grief. It made him just be in survival mode in the moment. So all that just went away, gave him relief. But could he stay there forever and just do that on his own? No, he, he came out eventually and wanted to help people. He couldn't lose his individuality. You know, being in the present moment is a 
stepping stone towards a higher enlightenment but these oneness being in the one being in the now they are just an incubation period it's a time to sit recover reflect um understand you are a person in there who has these coverings of the mind or body but you can't remain there forever unless it's pointed out in the prime yoga text bhagavad gita where the master and creator of the yoga system yes there's a creator master designer of the yoga system and his name is krishna or yogeshwara so that he has to always be referenced if you're talking to a yoga teacher <laughs> otherwise they're not actually reference, referencing um properly so anyway Krishna explains you're always a person and it, the knee-jerk reaction from suffering or wanting to deal with frustrations is to go into your room. I did that when I had my first um, real relationship and she left me. Um, I went into my room and I didn't want to see anyone, talk to anyone. I wouldn't listen to my music. I didn't want to come out and eat. I wanted to lose my individuality. I wanted to forget everything. I wanted to become one. I didn't know about mindfulness. But I couldn't stay there forever. It was a temporary stage because I can't stop being a person. I had to come out and face the world again. Did I face the world properly again? No, I didn't because I hadn't learned that I need to learn how to act as an individual properly with the energies of this world. Uh, act in a way that's in alignment with my higher consciousness as a, as a non-material being, part of the supreme non-material being, to be part of the higher consciousness. I didn't know how to act. So, of course, I went out into the world and got frustrated again and again and again. And then I wanted to retreat again and again and again. You've got people who do Vipassana retreats. They go on these silent retreats. They say nothing. And then they go back into the world. And then what happens is weird things happen. It's like mixing milk and water. Uh, or should we say milk and something that's in milk and oil, either water and oil. You know, they try to go back into the world being all detached and oneness and in the moment. And then... They don't want to be attached, but yet they have partners and talk to people and interact with the world, all the while trying to be detached from the world, which is a kind of weird thing to do. It creates a lot of weird relationships. I've met couples who are together and you say, are you together? They go, yes, but we're not attached. They say that, but it's not actually true because I actually said this to a guy yesterday in the gym. He said, you know, I'm detached and everything. He was one of these people who is a real estate guy making money and all that. He said, I'm just detached from everything. I said, well, uh, have you got a partner? He said, yeah. He said, oh, but I'm not attached to her. I said, well, can I go home and sleep and have sex with her then? Would you be okay with that? And he just kind of smiled and said, you wouldn't do it anyway. I said, would you be happy if I did? So you could see this conflict he had within himself. And I said, you are attached to her. So why are you denying it? You know, so if you're going to actually be a detached person of a passenger person, then just go to the forest, like Krishna says, and just get away from people and everything and close your eyes, withdraw the senses from the sense objects and practice yoga properly. Sit on the on the deer skin and face north and live on your own and just eat berries and leaves and use your pranayama and go to higher levels. But people are doing all these detachment stuff thinking they're intellectually detached but they're actually attached because they're wanting to they're wanting to be in this world but escape the frustrations that the world brings them try to understand this people who do mindfulness oneness these kinds of things a lot of them they're trying to be in the world but not be affected by the world meaning i don't want to get hurt i want i don't want frustrations in my life i want to, i want equilibrium but they're not addressing the problem. The problem is, is that you, they can't get away from being attached ultimately because being a, uh, into a meditation system that creates detachment is an attachment. 
you're attached to being attached to a particular way of being detached. <laughs> Try to figure this one out. You can figure this out. You can see through the whole the whole jigsaw puzzle. I don't want any desires. Desires cause problem. Well, that is a desire. To desire desirelessness is a desire. So how do you cut through this conundrum that is that people are going to get you know, uh, are doing, and they and they're not going to find real happiness? And this is what entrepreneurs is about we're using the genuine scientific yoga text to explain the penultimate the real solution to all these problems it's not about becoming detached from everything in one sense it's about becoming attached or acting properly how to desire properly how to act properly with the energies of the meaning don't go back out into the world and try to be detached know what you're doing with the energies of this world act on higher consciousness use the energies properly the reasons frustrations hurt all these and wanting to retreat and then bouncing back and forth from vipassana retreats and mindfulness back into frustrations back again you're basically in therapy you're either going to bounce into mindfulness or you bounce into the pub <laughs> you're always going to go back into those states of wanting to be alone and back out in and out and that's why people are bouncing out relationships it's because the problem is you don't know what you're doing you, you don't, no one's giving you actually scientific, genuine information of how the energies of this world work, what the source of these energies are, what is the correct way that I should be acting. It's not, we don't define the laws of the, the road code. When you land in a country, you don't define the laws or how to drive on the road. The, the road is, code's already written. There's authorized road codes. You, you can't come in and just make it up. So Bhagavad Gita, the, the transcendental texts, these higher consciousness, scientific texts, not theoretical religious texts, these scientific texts of success, just like Napoleon Hill understands scientific universal principles of success. There are, there are higher spiritual entrepreneurial principles of success. So you can enter back into the world, have correct relationships on the correct platform, understand the energies as they are. And learn to use them properly and bhakti is the correct word for the proper use of things that means to use things as an offering of love and devotion to serve others and help others stay connected to the source of those energies and love and devotion we've got to understand the energies who you are and where the energies come from and when those three things are all known and you can act like that which is really simple. You don't have to really change your position. You don't have to stop having relationships and children and things and being weird and being in them and being detached at the same time. You are attached to them, but on a higher platform of consciousness. It's how we're living that's the problem, how in this, we're, we're using this world, how we're thinking and how we're seeing the world affects how we interact with the world. And that's what's wrong. And all these mindfulness people, all these things, they're not actually giving you the real deep root solution. So your questions are probably then what, how do I act? Well, then you need education, you need learning. And that's what my service to you is I want to explain to you how I've gone through that, that journey of being a frustrated, dissatisfied success seeker. That's what we are. We're just dissatisfied success seekers. Now, we may not have taken to spiritual things. We may have gone to more intoxication or distractions or even more, tried to get more success. But we're constantly trying fighting this, this, this 
dissatisfaction, this feeling within us that is always haunting us, that we put to the side, that we think it's just us and everyone else is happy. But I've been in many, many, I've worked in many industries, met even people who are famous in different industries to some degree, success actors and musicians. I've you know, been in London for many years. I saw people who had more success than me in different arenas of finance, et cetera, and they all suffered the same symptoms that I did. They were all using the same strategies to be happy and getting the same problems that I was, despite them being successful externally. As entrepreneurs, uh, if you are an entrepreneur or someone who wants to be successful in that way, you've got to address this issue because you'll get those successes. You'll, you may get that lifestyle. You may be able to serve people in so many ways. But if you don't address the core fundamental issue of how to get rid of how to be completely satisfied, sorry, at the deepest level, it's always going to be niggling you. You're something more than getting acquisitions. You're more than just having good feelings and thoughts in the mind, which is just an operating system that works better. To be successful, you need a good mindset and you, and you need to think and feel correctly. But you're not the mind either. That's something you have. So knowing who you are will give you total success in all your other successes. This is priceless. You can't put a price on this. There's nothing out there. There is nothing out there that can give you this inner wealth that, uh, that you'll be learning um, with entrepreneurs. There's nothing out there. And I don't say that arrogantly with pride. It's, it's just a fact. It's science. It's, you know, you, if you don't know who you are, what your core essence is, what the self is, and in psychology, I've done anthropology, sociology, I've studied psychological texts, all kinds of things. There's no clear understanding of the self. Most people think they're the, the combination of the subconscious mind and the mind or the body or combination of all three. There's no language in the world that actually says you're the mind. You say my mind, my body, my hair, my glasses. These are, ob these are things you have. You know, I head, I, I, I'm not the I, I'm not the head. They're my things. Who am I? So this may seem really simple, but this is why everyone misses it and doesn't get clarification and a lifestyle for helping you realize. So intellectually understanding this is all well and good, but to act on it is different. So I've got um, some courses coming up and a webinar workshops and some challenges that I'm doing that you can actually learn this and you can experience this. You can actually like put this into a laboratory and learn. And I guarantee no more dissatisfied success seeker. We all want success in, in all levels, but you have to know what you're doing. You want to become a fulfilled entrepreneur, a fulfilled entrepreneur, because an entrepreneur is someone who wants success in life, but also wants inner wealth and inner success. You want total success. So my total success programs that I do uh, are not sentimental. It's not something that I made up. This is this is tried and tested things. And I put it together, uh, tried and tested over, over ancient systems of consciousness thinking from ancient wisdom applied with mixed in with entrepreneurial success because you need the right mindset and and attitude towards being successful in anything like an athlete or a business person so the combination will help you develop a lifestyle and some habits that will begin to give you that inner fulfillment while you're pursuing all your other successes you have to achieve total success to be successful 
can't just be successful in relationship and successful with your finances and successful with with um, your business. It has to be successful within that inner success, inner world. And I'm taking it literally from not just a belief, oh, I'm spiritual, I feel spiritual, that it's it's practical. So my uh, different things I do in terms of courses, workshops and stuff, I highly recommend you can you can learn more. I can give back this up. I back this up with modern psychological research over the last twenty years, and I do challenges that you can uh, you can apply and and people access um, memberships with me on my private Facebook page where they, these are persons who are serious about learning because I'm not. I don't want to deal with people who aren't willing to realize that um, you, you know success doesn't fall out of the sky. Happiness isn't just automatic. Success is not automatic. So in any arena, you have to, if you want to don't know about exercise and you just read books about exercise, but you, and you just don't do any exercise, then you're not going to get anywhere. You, you have to understand if I'm going to be fit and have optimum health, I've got to change the way I think. I've got to start doing habits. I've got to start changing my lifestyle. And most spirituality doesn't even talk about these things. It's just belief-y. It's about consistent daily habits towards an optimum goal. This is where entrepreneurs is authentic. I'll give you things that you have to do every day that compound over time that create results, but you have to have a you have to really want it. You're going to have to learn and grow and develop. This is not for persons who just want to stay where they are or they just think it's going to happen automatically by sitting and being mindful all day. You've got to act in the right way to get the right results. And by the way, I do mindfulness, I do these exercises, I'm just putting in them in their position that they are not ultimately the solution to your problems they are a much better way of dealing with a lot of issues rather than medication and you know the way society and the and other other strategies that are out there that are simply treat, treating symptoms i think it's 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 excellent that people are doing these things but but i think what's the danger is is that people are thinking this is the end this is the end of it once i become completely peaceful inside and hold and become dis, um, detached and all that, then I've solved all my problems. We haven't because what's the problem? You are a permanently a conscious being. You're never not going to exist. You always exist. And we'll explain more of that scientifically and, and practically, logically and reasonably in another podcast. So I hope this has been helpful. And if you want to know more, you can check out the Facebook page, Entrepreneurs, um, and you can uh, check out um, more of these podcasts and stay stay tuned. So thank you for your attention. I'm sure you've got questions. Um, I, I'm really passionate about what I do. I'm really trying to guide people to a higher level and make, make spirituality real practical and scientific. So uh, yeah, uh, I look forward to the next podcast.